0: Surprise! swipe, dopamine, dopamine swipe. follow us, likes, double tap, now they control your life. Surprise, we, uh, we said we weren't going to do an episode this week unless something crazy happened and well, unfortunately, something kind of crazy happened and so we wanted to fit this in uh, to talk about everything that has happened over the past week in Uvalde. um, And uh, just kind of talk and process about the local impact and what it might mean for Texas over the next six months to 10 years. So we are going to be doing a lot of processing. Uh, Things might be a little bit disorganized as we bounce around from topic to topic but i feel like there is just a lot to talk about um
1: yeah is not going to be like a typical i mean one you're listening to this you see this on your stream on a thursday or friday morning and you know nothing typical is going to be about this episode no short stories no big story it's just you know it just felt wrong for us to skip out on talking about this on the 817 podcast and we just thought two weeks was too long for us to process this Um, and you've already seen the impact in Fort Worth and how that goes and I think we can get there but I first generally just want to say like if you're feeling helpless if you're feeling rage if you're feeling like you don't know what to do if you're feeling like you don't want this to be another Social media thing and then we forget about it I think that's what we're trying to figure out here on the pod to make that not happen to 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 to, to take this fire and move it into action um, so um, jimmy how you I mean, what's how You know 19 kids two teachers um, Massacred by an 18 year old kid Who bought two ars And 300 plus rounds of ammo On a credit
0: card. And started with his grandmother that it seems like he lived with. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just been so much to process. uh, And, uh, I mean, really just a lot of frustration. And the frustration obviously goes towards so many of our elected officials in texas who have just acted like total dumbasses over the last couple of days and it's just embarrassing to see us blaming this on there being too many doors at the school and uh, cops that that area invests 40 percent of their city budget into just hanging out outside with parents asking for their equipment to go in and do what they should be doing couldn't even break down the door that he had locked himself in there had to go ask a teacher for a key like what are you what are you there for and i feel like that's the stuff that's just been swirling around in my head over the last couple of days um just can't believe that we're here again yeah, I uh, yeah I was
1: walking my dog this morning and Meadowbrook Elementary mm-hmm. near our house was having a fifth grade graduation. It was outside, there was balloons. Congrats, class of 2022. And the kids who go to Meadowbrook Elementary look a lot like the kids we see in these photos in mm-hmm. Uvalde. And I sat there, you know, Literally, my dog didn't want to walk. We just sat there and watched, you know, parents outside. And I couldn't, like, if this would have happened in your neighborhood, my neighborhood, right, any of you listening, if this would happen in your neighborhood, then your elected politicians come to your to your community. And the only thing they're really showing emotion for are doors. I feel outraged. And I can't imagine how people in Uvalde feel of not being just the the real empathy. You're talking about doors. You know, like, you know the problem with closing doors? You don't even fund your schools. Half these schools got trailers. So they got to walk outside to go to class because we don't even have the infrastructure for the building to have your door idea. And it's just like, We should be outraged and we need to keep this because the massive amounts of disrespect that they are showing Uvalde families protecting gun rights and NRA and all that stuff. And not really feeling like these Hispanic families who, again, black and brown people listen to the rules and listen to cops and don't barge into the school. Because you got it, you know, like an hour later. So it's just I feel like we should connect this anger to what if this was in your neighborhood? Because if I showed up to Meadowbrook Elementary and Governor Abbott's there, and Ted Cruz is there, is talking about doors after kids just got murdered. You know, no tears, no no human emotion. We should all be.
0: Very upset. And I've been thinking about that a lot too. It's like Ted Cruz has school age girls. This isn't like a a hypothetical. I mean, it is a hypothetical, but it's a very concrete question of what if somebody walked into your girls' high school and they were the next ones that this happened to? Would all of your money that you've gotten from gun lobbyists make up for that like that's a to me a decision that he makes every single time that he you know won't answer the question about why this only happens in the U.S. and you know gets Beto dismissed out of a press conference because he actually tries to challenge him on what he's saying it should they that point right there reminded me of like it gave me Fort Worth chills in the sense
1: of the reason why we stand up to the good old boy of everyone's nice in fort worth because if you step out on your turn you're 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 bringing politics in it and like i felt like there was the establishment the good boys club Mm -hmm. and someone steps out and they try to villainize him as he was being the politician Mm
0: -hmm.
1: when you were clearly doing the whole oh, we're, we're not putting politics into this. That was your first offense. Oh, we're not putting politics in this. We're not going to allow politicians to mm-hmm. put politics in it. But that's what you do when you are the guard
0: mm-hmm.
1: and your politics are in place. Mm-hmm. You then act like everyone else who stands up or acts out. Oh, there's the problem over there. They're yep. putting politics into this. And that really reminded me of like, I feel like what happens in Fort Worth a lot for a lot of little things, not this, but- I'm just thankful that Beto stood up to the Good Boys Club. And I think a lot of conservatives will say it's unnecessary, but it was very necessary. And what's good is I'm glad it landed for
0: mm-hmm. his base. And it's, we're not going to bring politics into this, but I went to my fundraising event last night while these families were mourning because I needed to continue my campaign uh fundraising yeah i'm still going to the nra events to speak because i got to keep my people happy the nra events where for these high profile figures when they're speaking there's no guns allowed i wonder why crazy right crazy they just feel like they feel like their life matters more than
1: just an average
0: person and it's disgusting it let's,
1: let's hit the mental i know that we're all over the place but the other big disgusting part is how they're using mental health as a scapegoat
0: right and and, uh,
1: and that to me is like
0: just offensive to people who really deal with mental health and it's offensive on so many levels like yes that to start uh Second, like we cut mental health funding by over $200 million in the last year. The same years.
1: person who the exact same, same person, person who says it's
0: mental health. We continue to prop up a misogynistic society and act like men having feelings is wrong, that it's a feminine thing and continue to stigmatize going to therapy as something that guys should not do. Mm-hmm. Yet you're out here saying that it's a mental health problem, but if some guy came up to you and said like, oh yeah, like I go to therapy once a week, twice a month, you would look down on them. Yep. Like you continue to perpetuate these problems because they benefit you and your power structures in the short and long run. And it's just absolutely gross. Yeah, I mean, we don't accept like Texas is one of the few states that doesn't accept expanded uh, Medicare coverage, which is free money for the state to have yeah. that could be used towards mental health. But we just say, no, we're dead last in the country when it comes to providing mental health services. Yeah. And uh, you just want to tout mental health and then not do anything about it. And and here's the creepy thing, too. I mean, there's so
1: many layers of we're getting played. You don't support mental health until now it's convenient for your NRA na- narrative. You have all these 50 miles, 60 miles away from the border. Mm-hmm. You don't want to educate undocumented kids and who knows if any of the kids or any of the kids' How families yeah, yeah, who are, were actually undocumented or or. Is, or are involved in that mm-hmm. like and now you should but you show up that you care about them right oh i care about your life care about your future yeah like there's so much badness in this and to me i think the goal to me the goal and what i get what i'm irritated with is it seems like democrats and 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 americans to vote the right way always need something crazy to happen george floyd Maybe this, maybe this gets us over to to do something, to act, to wake up, and but it's like their base continues to show up, and the crazy thing is, there's people showing up on the right that doesn't even believe in Abbott and Paxson and Patrick. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the Yavaldy's mayor and was en- endorsed Don Huffines, called Abbott a fraud, so they're even crazier than. Yeah. <laughs> then, then crazy like so it's and he's been a mayor since 2014 and 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 so at and, and it's just i just feel like to me it's like i really want to focus this pod on your perspective on how do we keep these feelings that we have to actually get up off our ass and 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 bring people with us Because I I feel like if it doesn't happen now, when, when does it happen for Texas?
0: Right. And that's the I think the other piece of the mental health conversation and the there should only be one door to get in the building conversation is that we just come up with these BS reasons to kick the can down the road so that, you know, people forget about it. Uh, lose steam about it you survive the news coverage cycle and uh, to me in a like primary or in a election year like this I like I don't know if you can do that because people are actively going out and voting like we talked about voter fatigue like we voted like five or six times already this year like it's crazy now we get a break and we get to actually think about who we want representing us and like we're coming out of this primary this these runoffs 40 percent of people voted or 40 40 percent of uh republican primary voters voted for george p bush yep like y'all don't have to go vote for ken paxton come november You don't have to vote for Greg Abbott come November. Yeah. We can actually take a look at who represents you on a vast number of issues. Who's actually got your best interests at heart? Who's actually working towards making Texas a better place instead of just wearing the badge of Democrat or Republican and voting down the ballot?
1: Yeah, and... That's where I would say, and, and there's already, and we'll get to the local ramifications of this year, but why centered Republicans like our mayor, and like many of our city officials, um, there's not much more Democrats can yell, progressives can yell, because we've been yelling. Mm-hmm. We've been saying something has to change. And... Eventually, like to me that 40 60 shows that you have enough people who want you to say that this is nonsense yeah I mean, I even just say at the floor because just based off of who won this this runoff, let's make the floor they don't believe the elections rigged like I don't I don't think you can get in trouble right I, I feel like you had more Republicans come out and say, hey I, I just say I will never I will not endorse a candidate who thinks the election, the presidential election between Biden and Trump was rigged. I will never endorse them. I feel like that's a one step because how can you protect the second amendment if your people don't believe in the constitutional process? Mm -hmm. Like you can't protect the second amendment if democracy is going to fold because you have all these lies. Right. And then like, I I understand that it might be hard to then say, universal background checks just because of the phrase and the concept. So this come out and say, we have to do that. I can, I can understand how that's a death wish. I I can understand how you might not be able to do that, but you guys got to do something. This is on you guys because here's the thing central centered Republicans. You're already seeing that you either have to choose to get crazier to win, or you got to find a way to inspire and get hope for people in the center. You're going to have to find a way. I mean, look at what happened to Betsy Price. You lost. What is What if Maddie Parker gets a... a someone run off and gets endorsed by Mercy Culture? What's she going to do? Right? You're kind of stuck in two places. So eventually you have to bite a bullet. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, to me, really up to these, like you said, at least don't vote or write their other people's names in when you do vote. I mean, maybe vote for a center democrat try it on for size
0: yeah yeah Yeah, i mean there's i just don't like there's no way that we can continue to look at the way that things are operating and say that's okay and like when it comes to universal background checks that is a vastly popular thing to exist and like personally i don't like guns i would be great if they didn't exist i would love to live somewhere where nobody had guns but like i understand that in that where we are in the u.s like that's not a reasonable thing but i know a lot of very reasonable rational gun owners who would also say yeah it should be harder to get a gun than it should be to get a driver's license or healthcare and literally anything like it's the easiest thing you can possibly do a beer yeah and especially assault rifles like there is no need for a civilian to have one and i don't think that's as crazy of a thing to say as like there shouldn't be any guns so like how do the people that also believe that we should Have universal background checks that there should be a vetting process for who can own a gun and in what situations it can be carried and used. How do you step up and say, hey, this person doesn't actually represent my beliefs in that and the result of that is that kids literally get killed daily because of it yeah the pride
1: the pride of you you're 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 worried and panicked that you're not going to be able to get the picture with a dead deer holding its antlers that you can brag to your boys and you think that's going to you think that's what everyone's coming after so you can't hunt so now parents have to hold dead pictures of their kid so that you can hold dead pictures of animals
0: showing off their antlers right like let's just have a real conversation about this like we don't we're not trying to take away your hunting equipment and
1: and i'm and i'm I'm unlike you i do believe in guns and owning guns like i think it makes sense i I see a a lot i i am there for that but i am also way there from a universal background checks there's no point for assault rifles I, i you know so everyone has their own base right everyone has their opinion there but we all eighty-nine percent agree on basic universal background checks on guns, purchases. What 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 is your take though on let's like all the like let's hit everyone who probably haven't seen the cause this is coming out and a lot of the news that we have locally is recent. Let's kind of walk through what happened. Let's walk through let's you want to talk about just in Fort Worth what has been the ramifications and the wave. Uh let's talk about like the tarrant deputy showing ar-15s yeah, at an elementary school
0: yeah so tarrant county sheriff's office apologizes for showing ar-15 photos at fort worth elementary school the day after the shooting photos of an ar-15 style rifle were shown by a sheriff's deputy to students at a fort worth elementary school wednesday during a career day presentation the sheriff's office and the school apologized for the incident Apology not accepted by me. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. In a photo of the presentation shared with the Star Telegram, an image of the poster titled A Liberal's Guide to the Deadly AR-15 is highlighted on Google Images. The poster describes the different components of the rifle. Apparently, the photos were not a planned part of the deputy's presentation, which means that the deputy just decided to put this in there by himself and ad-lib this. Like... One, like, get this person out of his position. Like, he does not have a place in Tarrant County. He does not have a place in power in Tarrant County's, like, sheriff's office. Like, that's insane. The re- The release said a student asked the deputy what types of firearms his vest protected him from. Deputy did a Google search and several AR-15s were displayed on a large overhead screen Sheriff's office said it was an insensitive and a profound momentary lack of judgment. Profound momentary lack of judgment in a safe environment inside of an elementary school. What kind of lapse of judgments are you going to have in an actual like high-stakes situation? Yeah. You're not even in danger right now and you're being this stupid. Sheriff Wayburn takes full responsibility for the incident and apologizes i you know just a bunch of garbage
1: yeah yeah this is your culture talking this is your you know wayburn your this is your culture this is your culture's true colors yeah you show elementary school kids a liberal's guide to deadly ar 15s there there's there, that wasn't a misjudgment it just shows you how lost people are and how far down the path we have gotten to where someone with you know, where where you're just getting more radical on the right who you're voting for. That you can have a, a cop go into a very progressive neighborhood. Right.
0: Yeah, this isn't <laughs> just, like, this is yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, a blue area code. And do this. I, and honestly, I don't even know how, like, like I'm surprised and educated and stop them. I don't know how this like how I don't know how yeah. long it went on. Like
0: there's so much on that, but so that's one story, right? We got we have that one story, and then you've also got officer finds student with gun on middle school campus. Uh, this is from the 26th. A police officer at Wa Meacham Middle School had to detain a student after they were found with a firearm on campus around 4 p.m. Uh, officer on duty was notified about a student who possibly had a gun officer did an investigation detained the suspect and safely took away a firearm the campus was on hold status while a search took place and then also over in richardson a high schooler was arrested yeah high schooler was arrested he had an ar-15 in the back of his car across the street um, I mean those these two stories dropped within like an hour of each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I was literally just at Berkner, you know, high school. So it's just Yeah, it's just crazy that right just two moments. And but now here here here's happening though, right? We you know, also breaking news um we have The School Board of Birdville ISD will discuss tonight authorizing district employees to carry firearms
0: on campuses.
1: That's what's happening today.
0: District employees like that's everyone from the cafeteria person to the janitors to teachers to principals to the school board. Like why? We expect why do we expect our student or our teachers to be the avengers? Yeah, I mean in the uvalli situation the cops didn't prove to be the avengers either yeah but like how are we going to put that on teachers they're already burdened with so much being underfunded and having to put kids through active shooter drills
1: yeah
0: oh man it's disgusting yeah and it's
1: thinking it from an education lens i've been personally upset how negative we've talked about education in our society, in the city of Fort Worth, and in and, and our country. You know, you would imagine after two years of being virtual, parents having to be teachers, kids in isolation, that you, you would imagine the logic there is everyone is celebrating, advocating, and supporting education. Thank God we are back. Man, schools matter. Mm. Man, I'm so, it is so important to our existence. But instead, since the pandemic, all we've done is put schools in the crossfire of politics. We've threatened them. We've tried to dismantle them. We have superintendents resigning. We have teachers leaving at large amounts. We have young people in college having no consideration or need to be a teacher. Because anyone I talk about, they talk shit on teachers. They talk crap on public education. They talk all this stuff. But let's talk about Eva Morales and Irma Garcia, who are public school teachers, 17 years, 22, three years, who've lived their entire life being selfless to help kids have futures. And they did that all the way... To their final life. Try to fight for kids. And we're going to say that public school teachers are, don't care, don't work hard, are lazy, that, 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 oh, it's all bad. Like, if you want to impact Givaldi, think about how you talk about the Evas and the Irmas in your own public school, All right, Like, they need you to volunteer, they need you, when you go vote, make sure that they can provide a safe environment so that Yvaldi doesn't happen again. Make sure that they have the other additional services so they don't have to be the Avengers. Right? Like, if it's just, to me, Yavaldi is a cherry on top of all the problems around how our society talks about public education because the far right has taken control of our school board meetings and have brought politics into their schools where schools are a great place. And one of the last places where good things happen, where magic happens, where we, instead of me happens, where people meet different people and work with different people. And so, yeah, I just, I'm fighting for the Evas and the Irmas, these public teachers. And there's many like that who we got to stop the narrative. All right. Like, especially for, I mean, Fort Worth ISD is a great example what superintendent, what leader wants to come in and our district? Well, if the way we talk about it in Fort Worth, we're not even proud of the district, right? You know, a district that looks a lot like Uvalde's, Uvalde's kids, right? But, you know, and it's, we got to start stepping up and protecting our teachers, protecting our
0: education systems,
1: rather than allowing these people to dismantle them.
0: And uh, in talking about protecting our teachers, protecting our students let's talk about what mayor maddie parker uh, had to say for the star telegram um, suggested more could be done to increase the number of schools that have dedicated resource officers right now only high schools and some middle schools have school resource officers but parker said that need to be expanded to elementary schools suggested retired police officers could augment the Fort Worth Police Department by volunteering to protect schools. Any solution needs to be bipartisan, including discussions about gun control and mental health. I'm like, look, we know that cops aren't the answer. And like, we've seen it, we saw it, we got to see it right in front of us that having officers on campus is not the answer. But if that's what you want to push. Like let's compromise. Let's put universal background checks in place. Let's put mental health checks in place. Let's fund mental health awareness. Like let's fund therapy for anybody who is willing to sign up for it. And yeah, if you want to put your put a retired officer on campus that wants to volunteer their their time to be there because they care about kids and care about teachers and want to see them protected like great let's do it but we can't just keep doing nothing or we can't keep doing what our usual response is which is hey police department here's another 80 million dollars for this year not sure what you're going to do with it because it doesn't change anything but you know, here's your $80 million and uh, go have fun with it.
1: Yeah, and this whole, we got to stop calling this position uh, chief resource officer or whatever we're calling this person because a resource officer is someone who has food. A resource officer is someone Mm -hmm. who has transportation. A resource officer is someone who has things that help kids' basic needs so that they can learn and educate. We don't need to call people who have a gun on their Mm -hmm. belt resource officers that's 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 not what that is all right and you know again i'm not going to be like ted cruz and think like there can't be good ideas or ideas we should explore on both sides like hey you know what sure let's try it let's try it let's sure let's put some old let's put some old people in schools and uh, let's see what happens okay i'm willing to try it my fears though um my fears are how they vote my fears are if you're voting for people who believe the election is rigged, I don't know if you should be able to be protecting black and brown kids uh, and pit, you know, white dominant old man, you know, in front of a school to have the best judgment, right? Like, I just don't know if I agree that could, could having someone who has the social equity lens plus the experience of having a gun could that person be there cool
0: but my hunch is that these old officers aren't those people and like i don't disagree that like results or uh things need to be bipartisan so let's stop electing people who have no interest in doing something like all of these people Just throwing up their thoughts and prayers. I saw somebody posted every single one of Ted Cruz's tweets in response to a a mass shooting for the past like six or eight years or whatever. Every single one of them down to the same word is exactly the same except for the location is changed. Like he's just got a template for my thoughts and prayers and then we move on like it is past well past time for action columbine was time for action Yep. Yeah. it is we are so far past the need for change so let's start voting for people who actually want to change things and people who actually want to function in a bipartisan environment which is not who is in office and not who we've not who won the primary runoffs this past week in texas at least in georgia any trump back person lost in texas Texas, they all won they all won that and not even just one they all destroyed their opposition a man named george p bush in texas literally lost god dominated (laughs) yeah
1: you guys got to do something because either one you're gonna have to sell your soul and sleep with it and realize that you either got to choose that or you got to do something because, and I'm talking center Republicans, like you, you, you gotta, there's, there's 40% and, and who knows else who would get excited to vote? Cause a lot of people just simply don't vote in Texas, right? Only like it was like before the voting day, it was like 2% of Republicans, mm-hmm. right? So it's like a lot of people are just giving up sitting on the sidelines who, who, who want hope, who want change. Who want to be a Republican who's physically conservative, but also believe in background checks for guns, right? Like, and you gotta, you're gonna have to choose a side. Either lose by being a good person or sure, win by losing your conscience and, and having to eat sleep with that. So, speaking of politics, speaking of people who are trying to make decisions, what's your take on Beto? What should a Democratic Party do? If if, if centered Republicans aren't going to do anything, what can, if anything, Democrats Beto do in this situation?
0: Yeah, I mean, the National Democratic Party is run by a bunch of idiots. 100%. Like, in the hours after the shooting, you had Nancy Pelosi and a couple other high-ranking officials putting their stamp of confidence on A-rated NRA, A-rated by the NRA uh, Democratic candidates. What? Like, you're out of here saying that we need to come out and vote, but you're endorsing and promoting and making calls about people who the NRA thinks are going to work against those exact things. So I don't have much hope in the national democratic party. Um, but for Beto, like Beto is a like raw emotional person. And I don't really like care what anybody thinks about him getting up in the press conference. Uh, and, challenging these people that never get challenged like they just get to walk a, they just get to spew bullshit and walk away from it without really being questioned about it like I, I don't care if you see Beto negatively about that because I think you're focused on the wrong thing but I mean this is served up on a silver platter to him which it's crazy that it served up on a silver platter for him winning this election is realistically like losing by a couple of points. Yeah. Um, but like it's, I think his big question that we've talked about before is how does he reach that centered Democrat centered Republican who doesn't typically vote or is like a single issue voter Like, how does he reach them and say, look, I understand that we might differ on this thing, but here's 20 other things that we agree on. Yeah. So why don't we take these 20 other things that encompass 99% of your life and support each other in them and leave out that 1% thing and we can have a conversation about that later. But that's not the thing you need to be voting on. And so I just think that between the the grid and this and the everything going on at the border that Abbott is making up, like, there is a lot for Beto to have conversations with people about, and I think there's going to be a lot of energy behind him again because what he did at the press conference is why he gained a national spotlight against Ted Cruz. That's why people were rallying behind him. And so I think that there's go, I would be really interested to see how much money his campaign has raised in the last two or three days. And I guess I'll also caveat with, if you think like, why are you talking politics about this? Like we should just be, morning like this is an inherently political thing or everything in our lives is inherently political and just saying now is not the time to talk about this is how we don't create change and so it is the time to talk about it it is the time to think about how do you take this and make change out of it and dismissing that conversation is just not going to get us anywhere
1: yeah yep yeah politics um had a part politics had a part of why this happened so you have to talk about it
0: it's the reason he could buy a gun yeah
1: yeah, exactly and um no i think i think yeah beto we i mean people who listen to this podcast obviously You're probably a Democrat. You're probably uh, more progressive than the average Fort Worthian. Um, But what we have to do is we have to, all of us, do a little bit more action. Sign up for a phone banking. Do, do, get, get, get somebody, a friend who wouldn't vote. Get two people to go vote with you. Like, it's just for us, we got to do something bigger. We just have to do, because... If it's not now for Texas,
0: when is it? And I think that's the the thing about right now is calling your senator does not in this situation does not do anything. There are plenty of great times to call and voice your opinion to your senator. Your state senator, your national senator, your national congress people know about this. And they've already made their choice of where they're going to stand. Ted Cruz and John Cornyn are not changing their minds. So that's not going to work. So what else can we actively do to create meaningful change around this? It's showing up at a city council meeting and voicing your opinion. Maybe it's just emailing your city councilor and saying, hey, I'd like to talk about what you think we can be doing in the city of Fort Worth for this maybe it's emailing your school board member and saying hey I have ideas for how we can be better supporting schools in this situation or maybe it's phone banking for a politician like we've had the Deborah Peoples Tim O'Hare conversation maybe it's not electing a guy who doesn't believe that we can hold a fair election. Yeah. Like it's not about just calling your Senator anymore. It's about how do we actually take meaningful action?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, you, and, and the reason this pod, and I feel like this pod, we try to, I mean, we tried to be, I mean, we're passionate. We're obviously progressive. We try to be sensical, uh, have 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 all shapes and and here's the thing, I said this at a board meeting where I was talking about Fort Worth and I told I told an organization I told people that hey I actually think we're too progressive compared to the average Fort Worthian because I you said it we have to accept that Fort Worth is a purple city that is a centered city that is honestly. More Republican, probably, right? It's close. I mean, I guess if you got us all out to vote, maybe it's not. And and the last couple, Beto and Biden, it wasn't. So, but it's close. in the
0: spots that matter. Yeah, yeah.
1: In the spots that it matters. A great point. We're a Republican, right? Um, so we now have to know that the kicker is I don't need anyone to think like me. I don't need you to think like Jimmy about what Jimmy thinks about guns. What EJ thinks about guns. We just all need to say, but what what is the thing that the center person thinks and how do we all rally behind that? And we can all rally behind universal background checks for guns. And if you have a politician who doesn't, or we can all rally behind that the election wasn't rigged, like that seems like something we can all agree on. So let's keep everyone accountable who doesn't agree on those two things. That's all. And you know how much movement that takes us? That makes it realize it's not Democrat versus Republicans. It's actually all of us against stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. And and that's what we want to see. And sure, are we going to get roasted? Because, you know, we said something that wasn't too progressive. Or we said something. But who cares? Because if you don't put yourself out there and show that you, we are all multidimensional people talking about very complicated things. Um, but what I do know about Jimmy What I do know about our city council, what I do know about people who operate the city, they care, but we still got to be brave. There's none of this behind the scenes being a warrior. Fort Worth has too many of that. It's time to be bold and put your neck out on the line. All right. That's why you're there. And when in 2017 mayoral election, the average age was 66 And the average age of a true Fort Worthian is 34. There's a bunch of room there to grow. There's a bunch of room of people who we can get excited. And yes, you're right. Most people don't vote. But it's only been 20 years that social media existed. It's only been a couple years that, you know, we have phones and we are able to be agile and we'll be able to make movements, right? So believe that you can make movements. The way Greta made a movement about climate change. The way George Floyd made a movement about social awakening. Fort Worth, we can make movements. We just got to be able to stand up and think that we can make this change. So that's my call. I know we hit 50 minutes. Um, so you can close us out.
0: Oh, no, I think that's the perfect note to end on. Um, it obviously, like... This obviously sucks and uh, it sucks that things like this have to happen less than a couple weeks after what happened in Buffalo, uh, which that's where my whole family's from. Like I was, I actually like, I n- remember when it happened because I was visiting my parents and I turned to my dad who lived in Buffalo for 30 years and said, Hey, there was a shooting and he's like, Oh, I know exactly where that is. Uh, like I, you know, know the people in that neighborhood. Like it sucks that we have to wait for these types of things to happen to try and create change, but it happened. So we can't just sit here and say, well, it's, not time now to do anything about it because we need to let people grieve and mourn like you can do both. And so it's time for us to stop just letting some bogus reading of the second amendment to dictate the number of kids that die every year because of gun violence.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Memorial day, Memorial weekend, used to be called Decoration Day because you would decorate the graves and the tombstones of the people who died in war. And um, parents and families are decorating different things, different people who were just living in America that those people fought for that said they were free. So I don't think we're making founding fathers who thought a gun was a musket Proud right now. I don't think we are. So we got it. We got it. We got to act, and I know we do a lot of talking on the pod because that's what a pod is. But you got, you got. We will act, and we continue to act. And um, shout out to all of you who voted on the Republican side and shared (laughs) us your stories because that was hilarious for all of you who 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 tried to vote uh, Ken Paxton out. You know. But uh, for all of you who did that, kudos to you. But um, we'll see you guys. Have a great Memorial Day weekend with your family. And uh, thank you for being a part of the 817 community.
0: Yeah, we'll see you next time.